Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. The Washington Wizards finally played a basketball game after a two-week layoff. They played versus Greg Popovich in his San Antonio Spurs. But as usual, the Washington Wizards give up 120 points and they fall to the San Antonio Spurs 121 to 101. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's talk about the first game back after this layoff. Let's get it. First off, I want to temper everyone's expectations for this particular game that we had last night versus San Antonio Spurs and probably for the next couple of games. The Washington Wizards had not played basketball for two weeks. They couldn't even practice for about 10 to 11 of those days. They practiced two or three times uh, with minimal players being able to practice. They had six or seven players out. And so these guys, look, they're all world athletes. Basketball players are some of the best athletes on the planet. But they're playing against other basketball players who are also the best athletes on the planet. They are in shape, but they are not in game shape. They didn't have many of their main players. Roy Hachimura, Dini Avdia, Thomas Bryant's hurt. Russell Westbrook didn't seem healthy. We'll get to that later. They also didn't have Dini Avdia. Those are people that did not have to suit up for this game after being off two weeks and playing against other all-world athletes. Guys, that's tough to do. It's tough to just come back after two or three practices and not playing for two weeks. And just beat down the San Antonio Spurs, any version of a Greg Popovich-led team. So that's the first thing I want to say. Relax. This game is not the end of the world. But I do want to get to the player that did play that I 100% did not believe was going to suit up in this game. I said it many times on Twitter. Russell Westbrook, the West Wolf. Look, I didn't think that he was going to play for two weeks or for about another week or two. Nonetheless, he suits up. Look, I didn't think that Russell Westbrook trusted his quad when I watched him play versus the Spurs. And if I don't think he trusted, then neither do I. And that's just the honest truth. Also. To me, he seemed like sometimes he had a little bit of a limp. So I I just, I don't think he's completely healthy. None, that's just my opinion. Nonetheless, I am not a team doctor. I'm just giving my opinion. I don't think he's healthy. I don't think he trusts his own quad. So therefore, I don't think he'd be playing at all. Nonetheless, they suit him up. Russell Westbrook was not at his best in this game. By any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he was 3 of 11 from the field. 1 of 3 from 3. 8 rebounds, 6 assists. You know, he can he can create for others, you know, in his sleep. So that was not at all the problem. He just didn't look right. Um, 3 of 11 shooting. 4 turnovers. Bradley Beal had 4 turnovers as well. But Bradley Beal, you know, he scored 31 points, had 7 rebounds, 4 assists. 3 of 10 from 3, 13 of 29 from the field. So he didn't shoot particularly well either. Westbrook was on a minutes restriction of 25 minutes. 
and he played exactly 25 minutes. Uh, it's also two of four for 50% from the free throw line. Look, he wasn't great, guys. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But I, I didn't see a healthy Westbrook. Now, here's what I'll admit. This is also out of shape Westbrook. Again, I don't mean he's out of shape in the normal sense. As far as, you know, as normal people, these are great athletes. Russell Westbrook is in peak physical shape. But he's also not in game shape. So I could be mistaking that. You know, I could be seeing him not in game shape, not in rhythm. And it's possible that I'm mistaking that for him looking unhealthy. Because the truth is, there is no way Russell Westbrook is in Russell Westbrook game shape. None. He was injured in the training camp in, during preseason. He's been playing through it. He takes two weeks off. The team has to take two weeks off. No one is practicing. He practiced for a couple of days. And because he was injured, he's not full practicing for those couple of days. He goes out there. He tries to play a game versus San Antonio Spurs. Hey, maybe he isn't. Maybe he just isn't in game shape. But I just thought I saw that he may have been limping and favoring that quad a little bit. But I could be mistaken. Hey, it could be a combination of both. It very well could be a combination of both. He could be kind of favoring it a little bit, and he's just not in rhythm, not in shape. And that is definitely a possibility. Now, we talked about expectations. We talked about Russell Westbrook. Now, right after this, we're going to talk about the game. All right, so let's talk about this San Antonio Spurs versus Washington Wizards game as a whole. I do want to say Alex Lynn did play uh, some in this game. I will say this, that I actually was fairly impressed with his ability to just pop right in there after being in D.C. for maybe, I don't know, a day and a half. He played 21 minutes. He was 4 of 6 from the field for 66%, 1 of 2 for 3 for 50%, 5 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and he had 11 points. He had the two turnovers kind of late um, that frustrated me a little bit, but he's new to the team, new city, and you know all that stuff. I think he did pretty good for his first outing. Uh, 11, 11 points, 5 rebounds, look, 66% shooting. That's a good premiere for one Alex Lynn. Now, uh, guys, I, I don't know why Garrison Matthews never played before. It's egregious. I mean, he is just an assassin, and he is afraid of nothing. When he got that rebound and raced to the corner, I mean, he, he shot a running fadeaway corner three and barely hit the net. And you're telling me that man can't find time to play next to Russell Westbrook on the Washington Wizards? My goodness. Those DNPs are egregious. The man can shoot. And here's the thing. He's high energy defensively. Is he a great defender? No. But he's out there. He's out there trying. He's high energy on both ends. I like that about him. Now, here's the thing. The Washington Wizards gave up to the San Antonio Spurs. 48 of 96 shooting for 50%. 15 of 31 shooting for 48.4%. I mean, so they basically shot 50% from three. I mean, Vassal and, 
and Mills just had a field day, just just dropping threes all over the place. And then they shot 90% from the free throw line. Here's my issue. They gave up over 120 points again. So whether, no matter who plays, the Washington Wizards is going to give up 120 points. That is a problem. That is a problem. Again, in this game, they're winded. They're tired. They hadn't played in two weeks. So again, I want to preface everything I'm saying in the critique with that. But here's the issue. Think about who's on the San Antonio Spurs. The San Antonio Spurs shot 11 free throws and shot 90% on them. I want you to think about who's on the Washington Wizards and did play tonight. The Washington Wizards shot 14 free throws and shot 64%. How in the world are Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal shooting only 14 free throws? And I'm not talking about rest. I'm talking about go to the doggone basket. Go to the rack. And if Russell Westbrook can't get there because he's injured, sit down. That is what I believe. It's a, it makes no sense for Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal to be on the same team and shoot a total of seven free throws. You're not attacking enough. Look, the threes, the pull-up jump shots, those are fine and dandy. Like, I get it, especially Bradley Beal. He can hit him at a high clip. But you have to put pressure on the defense. You've got to get fouls on the opposing team. Those things matter. Getting fouls isn't only about the free throws. A total of seven, those two are too great to only shoot a total of seven free throws. That don't make no damn sense. So you give up 50%, you give up 50% shooting basically from the field and from the three-point line. They shoot 90% from three. You only shoot 14 free throws and you shoot 64%. And then why did the Wizards go out there and chuck up 42 three-pointers? It's like they were tired again. I preface everything by saying they hadn't played in two weeks. What do you do when you're tired? You just start jacking up long shots. It takes so much effort to get to the basket in the NBA. Hell, I can tell you, it takes a lot of effort to get to the basket in college. Hell, and in high school. It's a little bit easier for me in junior high, elementary. But I know how hard it is to do that in high school and college. I can't imagine just trying to get to the basket all the time in the NBA. But Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill should be elite at that night after night. They've got to get to the basket. And they don't need to shoot so many three. I felt like I was watching the Houston Rockets. They chucked up 42 three-pointers. 14 of 42. They also lost the turnover battle. But that makes sense. It's a Greg Popovich coach team. Uh, I believe the Washington Wizards had 14 turnovers. Uh, for the most part, I believe the San Antonio Spurs had eight. So they definitely uh, lost the turnover battle as well. So that's part of the issue. Um, and, you know, they didn't foul a ton in this game. From what I remember, the Washington Wizards had 14 fouls, uh, personal fouls. 
and the San Antonio Spurs did the same. And that's something I will give them is that the Washington Wizards usually foul a ton. Um, but they didn't do that today. They, they, the foul battle was even. But part of that is I think that the Washington Wizards should win that every night because Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook need to go to the rack. I know Bradley Beal can fill it up from the outside. He's an elite scorer, which is why I keep also saying, Russell Westbrook, if you're not 100% and you don't trust your quad, sit down. Now, when I say that, Russell Westbrook isn't the medical director. He's not the team medical doctor. If the medical doctors say he's good to go, you can play. Any player outside of Kawhi Leonard is going to say that I'm going to play. There are people acting as if Russell Westbrook is telling himself to play. That's not how that works. And if they are letting him make the final decision, T needs to sit down. But the medical doctors come first. That's why his response the day before this game was, Fred Katz, I don't know. Nice try, though. Because he doesn't make that decision. But guys, this is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. As always, I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at always and forever art and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Remember, please subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much more. So I appreciate you if you would hit the subscribe button. And if you like in-game analysis and seeing the things that are happening on the court, please follow my YouTube, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. But I appreciate you guys so much for listening. And as always, until next time, peace.